All right, so this is part two of uh, favorite releases of the year of 2020. I am here with Caesar, uh, CEO of uh, Loud and Clear Records, Worst Behavior <laughs> Fame. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Worst Behavior and Riley. That's oh yeah, it. Riley. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, it's, 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 yeah. Let's not forget that. What was that? Aorta. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's such a six. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, Jalen gave us demo approval. I'm surprised. I haven't, I haven't heard it. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Caesar head, so. <laughs> we have with us uh, the man that can never be canceled, come back from the dead five times. Uh, the one and only... Jalen Santos Coy. Oh, uh, what's up? Can't keep me the down. One, the, only, the feared, the revered. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a more smarter way to say son. Uh, <laughs> oh, prodigy. The prodigy of Johnny Sins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have this ongoing joke that Jalen's dad looks like J Mac or Johnny Sins. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, he looks like J-Mac super hard. Yeah, he does. And I saw your dad. I was like, yo, your dad is like, daddy. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is Jalen. Jalen got an intro. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I want to say real quick is rest in peace, MF Doom. Or, and uh, just complete legend. Such a horrible, horrible loss. The final fuck you like of 2020, I guess. Really, really bummed about it. Just the like for me like he was when i was a kid growing up until now he's always been like truly truly what like an artist was like like he uh just paved the way for so many not like rappers musicians whatever gave us so much legendary music and just like such such a big legend rest in peace Man, straight up, uh, like, just like, like you said, like the true embodiment of like a, like an actual artist, like from Dude, like yeah. just the overall so many avenues, like everything that he went, like it was just, it's just to talk about his music would be like truly like under speaking of, of the, you know, who like him yeah. MF an artist was. And yeah. I, I got to him really late last year. I got to meet, uh, get introduced to him uh, through a coworker and like, like I, I, he just went straight for like the hits, and it was like you know I, I got, I got really lucky to get into him at least, you know. Yeah, just a crazy, crazy body of work. All the stuff that he did as MF Doom, all the stuff that he did with all the producers like Mad Villain and uh, Alchemist and all those type of people, and the stuff that he did as uh, King Ghidorah, Victor Vaughn, like just oh my god, he was just like a machine, and everything that he touched was fucking gold, and. It's it's real surreal. Like I only found out a couple hours ago while I was at work, and from what I read, he passed in October. And I guess they didn't they chose not to make it public until now, which, um, man, like it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's real real surreal. Yeah, I would feel bad if we didn't you know, at least even mention it a little bit. Like it was just yeah. you know, really a gut punch. <laughs> yeah, real, dude. Um... Yeah, I remember I got uh, into him because, uh, shit, I would say it was like around 10 years ago around this time, I was really into like Slum Village, Jay Dilla, um, Pete Rock, like shit like that. And then I would mm -hmm. like, 
um have like a well, this is like 10 years ago so like pandora was like a regular thing so i put on like slum village or pandora radio or jay dilla or whatever and i remember like hearing mad villain i was like okay cool and there was one track that came on and it was like it was mf doom and i was like oh shit like this guy is really good and then it went from there and yeah it's it's fucking shocking man that like it's i remember saw i saw the tweet with a picture of him and then they started someone say, started saying their condolences and i was just like no like there's no way like, yeah. dude i i know yeah. my sister texted me earlier and he, she just like broke it to me and i was like oh my god like just like hit me super hard and thinking about it and like listening to him um on my way home and while i was like getting ready like it's just it's just super surreal man. yeah we'll go ahead and play a mfd song to close out the episode yeah so r.i.p <clears throat> and this and this love to his family and all the fans and everyone who he inspired he, his like if you want to talk about like legacy like man you will have the biggest one um wait hold, hold on real quick because i think adam's outside with my fireworks <laughs> with the package. <laughs> all right let me just get these fireworks and then we'll start for sure for sure i'll be back hold on all right <clears throat> so one of the silver linings of this terrible fucking year was the amount of music there was you know to uh, keep our keep our minds off the real world and reality and shit like that so uh i have 10 do you all have 10 also or did you have uh any more than 10 or honorable mentions and shit yeah i have i got 10 and then i got some like cheats like some like three for ones you know what i mean okay wow <laughs> you you Eddie, everyone's just breaking the rules eddie broke the rules, <laughs> Levi breaking the rules. all right yeah I know. Let's, let's do the 10 let's do the 10 okay. and then we'll yeah. do our honorable mentions because i have i still have a shitload of honorable mentions that i'll just fly by yeah, real me, quick at the too. end okay, okay so yeah, i'll go first it. and then caesar and then you Jalen. uh okay. the good. first two i'll go with some of these might um overlap with y'all so if this one's on your list chime in um sure. whenever i'm done okay so uh hold on okay so narrowhead 12th house rock i'm sure this is on all our li- on all of our lists or well it's online yeah it's online sure. be, sure. be, <laughs> okay to be so, perfectly honest with y'all i have not listened to it as much as i should have wow i, I gave it surprised. i know I'm lacking. Yeah, I gave it the initial listen and liked what I heard about it. I mean, liked what I I heard from it, yeah. but no reason in particular. Just hadn't gone back to it, but definitely like it's on my list of stuff that I miss. Yeah, um, yeah. very solid fucking release. Um, all the new songs are so good. Just very, very well written. Uh, all the songs flow well into each other as far as like the way they're arranged from the beginning to the end. Um, my favorite song, "Nodding Off," is finally got a proper release. And uh, aside from yes. like the 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 demo version, I guess uh, from like twenty sixteen, I, I love that demo version. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the demo version too. I want kind of want to say I like it better than than uh, the full length version, but I'm just happy that it's out. You know what I mean? So other people can like yeah. listen to it, enjoy it, and so I can hear that song more now. Now that it's like on the record, so if I see them, yeah, if you know people like it, I'm sure they'll play it. Cause at one time I did see them in McAllen. They, I, I, I was hanging out with them in uh, Rez's car. We were doing some stuff, and then I was like, "Hey, are y'all playing not playing Naughty Off?" <laughs> They're all like, 
yeah let's yeah we'll just add it to the set list i was like oh sick and then it was great experience um yeah nodding off yelano door is one of my other favorite songs i know caesar this is one of your favorite songs too um it's just who do you know who the guest vocalist is on that song i tried doing my research i fucking looked i i looked on uh I Googled it at least and I tried, I didn't go in as, to, as far as to look in it like in an interview or anything. Yeah, but yeah, like, of course, yeah. I did try looking for With it and half ass internet research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had my goons look it up now, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, nah, I couldn't, couldn't really find out. But yeah, man, the, whatever guest feature that is, I feel like uh, their voice really complements uh, that song so well. I feel like that record in general, the rhythm section was just so on pocket like mm-hmm. it's yeah delano doors great song great record in general yeah um the the re-releases of uh older songs on this uh they did a really good job it um it doesn't it's not too far from like the newer songs they all blend in well um so i like that a lot that it, it's not like they stuck out in any way uh it's great fucking album i was i was satisfied and whatever I ex- it was everything i expected and better so it was pretty uh, cool how like older songs set like in the context of the record like i mean it did all it almost sounded like they were they were just like written for that record like the whole time you know like it's it, yeah it's, they also it definitely really well in there. can i ask out really quick how you feel about the production of the record because that's one thing that i heard some people complaining about i mean it sounds fine to um, me like it's not like like over polished or anything i feel like it captures like the sound what they're going for uh i don't know to me my ears liked it that's all i care about <laughs> yeah i mean Word. i <laughs> i could see where some people would be like i don't know maybe a little bit of the vocal production was a little bit like loud or like maybe there was like a like on some of the singles i felt like the vocals were really loud but like i mean that that it never really bothered me because it it, it just complements it so well and like I feel like he just the way he sings and everything really complements the overall style of the the song. So they don't, I don't know it doesn't it doesn't bother me either. But I I mean I could see where some people would you know mention it. But yeah. but you know people are always going to complain about something. Like if it's a little <laughs> yeah. different, they'd be like, well the vocals aren't loud enough, or this is too loud. It's like you're yeah. you're never going to satisfy everyone. I'm excited to to check it out finally. I, I want to give it like a real good listen. No, yeah, it's worth the it's worth the listen. It's actually really good. Like. It's like real, like good driving music. Like it's good. Yeah, like, I, I make it sound like, <laughs> like it's good. Like it's good background music, but it's really just like you could put it on. By the time you're done with the record, you're done cleaning your crib. And like it's 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 that like it's, yeah. it's in and out one year. It's really good for sure. My but, other pick is I don't know much about this artist, but the Mall Zone, just really cool like dark wave industrial type of shit. Um heard it on the demolition podcast and as soon as i heard it i was like immediately fell in love um i heard the whole ep and i just could not stop listening to it it's like it has its eerie moments it has its like moments nodding to like uh new order a little bit of like early nine Nails too uh i like how the vocals are buried underneath like the keys and the synths but it it, it sounds so good yeah mark plant he uh i i look when i was looking into it to making the playlist i had i was looking for which account to like tag and stuff for for the music and stuff and 
I, I stumbled across their Instagram and it's actually pretty cool. Like, uh, I, I guess they've been putting out music for a long time. Uh, that was actually one of the picks that I had not heard like at all, like that you put on there. I was like, I've never heard of it. I think, and I, I know it was on demo listen, Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it like I I overlooked it or maybe it was just like it didn't stick out or maybe I was just not paying attention that moment. But like when I heard it, just that an answer song, just that intro yeah. was like, oh, oh god, it. it's such a good like, intro track, yeah, yeah. Or like it, the it did kind of opening track by surprise. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I was expecting something different, but it 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 really did catch me by surprise. It was really good. Yeah, and well, what two do you got, Caesar? So. Right now, my two, I guess. Um, I, I mean, just to start off, I feel like it would be kind of hard not to talk about 2020 without mentioning how good of a year Code Orange had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I mean, they just, the output of content and material, <laughs> yes. like merch drop after merch drop after live stream after, you know, everything. I don't know. I felt like they were just like a content machine this year. <laughs> uh i mean having such a like having uh the release i mean what i'm getting to i guess underneath was a great record my favorite song was erasure scan which was one of like the more faster chaotic songs mm-hmm. um that one was really dope um did y'all get to check out underneath all or anything yeah um i feel like they they got to what they were trying to sound like or like the the the, the sound that they were trying to like I guess like it was like uh, the albums before were leading up to this and they finally got to how they wanted to sound and they did it their way and people are going to be hating on it but it's like you know what they this is what they wanted to do this whole time and they were finally able to progress as like musicians and find um, how to manipulate sounds and or and arrange everything it's they everything they do is themselves you know what I mean like it's it's very yeah. well fucking thought out and it's v- fucking hard because i hear like a lot of like sounds and parts and songs and sudden stops and like starts and i'm just like dude how the fuck do they arrange this like yeah they straight up for me they went from like a charizard to like a shiny like straight up shiny mode like they just holographic got they, fucking, it, yeah. yeah they, they fucking turned it up to like 10 yeah. i don't know I, and I it's heavy it. and it's it, it's still heavy and when those heavy parts come in it's like heavier than any fucking wannabe beat down band that's trying to sound heavy you know what i mean like any false yeah. shit like that like this is heavier than any of that 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 really tries to yeah, be heavy it keeps up yeah it does and uh yeah, I was. Uh, I, I'm very happy as we're how they're going because the farther they go, um, more people are going to be finding out about other hardcore bands, and then you know, it's it's an it's a it's an entry level to a, lo- a lot more shit. It just like the, it'll open the floodgates to a lot more. Yeah, um, I've always really respected that band because, like you just said, Danny, they've always like done exactly what they wanted. You know, like I feel like a lot of people. Kind of just um, how do I say it? They're like, oh, uh, they like they drop the kids and they think they're all like fucking nine inch nails worship, like wannabe uh, industrial type shit, like it's corny or whatever. But I never really felt like that. While like there, I I heard that song swallowing the rabbit hole and I thought it was tight. Not exactly uh, like my cup of tea as far as like that type of music goes but like 
I really do admire them from afar and like what they're doing and their aesthetic. And I think it's really tight. Yeah. To me, it, it just felt like they were pushing that whole, like it's, it's, it's like, um, it's just metalcore, but like just two, like times 10, like straight up is shiny mode. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. cool. like all the starts and stops and it almost felt like a, it felt like a just like a flash it was it's crazy and i the it's a record that i also just like i, I keep coming back to just the songs in general are very catchy yeah um i guess another another band that had a really good year was undeath um what's it called that they were one of like the death metal bands that i had heard like a little bit like towards the tail end of 2019 i i think they had put out like a song um, they had been working up towards this record for a while. They put out like three singles in the span of like months. Um, but uh, Legions of a Different Kind, the record by Undeath, and the song is Acidic Twilight Visions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, straight. It's just that one is it's ear candy with riffs. Like it's just I, back yeah. to back. To be honest, I haven't heard it, so uh, I'm excited to give it a, a chance. I'll give it a genuine listen. I've I've seen you post about it, but never like was able to actually go, you know, look for it and press play and all that. But yeah, I'll I'll no, check it out. I'll, I'll definitely take your word for it. This was like their first full length EP, and it's just straight up. It's like that death metal caveman kind of stuff, but it just uh the the riffs are just much like so interesting, and it's just like you it's like you end up like humming some of the riffs because of their how catchy they are like okay. I, I don't yeah. remember so much like the vocals but like <laughs> i'll remember i'll just i'll randomly be in the congo like dun, 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 and i'm just like yeah. oh yeah like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, that riff. you know you know they're doing something right if you could like just like hum it in that way in that manner like so yeah yeah they must be doing something good they had they, they got out on like uh some like major like outlets like i think like brooklyn v or not, was it brooklyn vegan or uh what's it called i know anthony fantano did like a review on them oh my god which is like, <laughs> which is, like wow. so weird for like yeah. a death metal well i mean i know he's reviewed death metal before but like yeah from going to listening to the record and then i wake up one morning and anthony fantano's there with the same record and i'm just like what the they're gonna have a npr tiny desk concert next week <laughs> <laughs> all right cool i'll definitely check them out uh jalen i could just imagine them on the little desk just oh, looking, i don't know <laughs> jalen what are your picks all right so for my first one i'm gonna go ahead and go to uh arts the name of the band is arts mm -hmm. and the name of the ep is called graveside summoning now i'm not like the biggest well I've always respected, or not respected, but, like, really liked death metal from afar, but never been, like, the biggest head or, like, known a lot about it. But what I do love a lot is Youth Attack Records, and I've always been a fan of them. And this year, they put out a lot of, like, really good stuff, Combat Force, Life Support. But my favorite of the year from them had to be Arts, Graveside Summoning. It's just, like, death metal, but, like, real, real raw and, like, fast and just like super badass and i'm gonna go ahead and pick uh the song the abyss it's like okay. with two b's and two s's it's kind no. of weird spelling but um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and pick that that song for to play this is the abyss by art
for my for the second one, uh, the Annihilated demo. Okay. They're a band from London, and it's members of Shit and Arms Race. Two oh, really, really sick bands. Yeah, R.I.P. Arms Race. Oh, they're so good. I still listen to their shit regularly. Yeah. If you haven't heard this demo, dude, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I didn't, uh, know. I didn't know about this like, at all. Just super, yeah, super no, I like... I think I've seen the, the cover for the cassette pop up. The red one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have heard it like on the No Deal YouTube, like really quick. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I've definitely had to go back and like dig in on it. Real quick, the real goat of 2020, uh, No Deal, just killed it this year. Everything that he uploaded, he, she, um, whoever it is, yeah, that person, dude. Uh, just killed it. Every, every release they did was sick. Straight up, that that um that uh, freaking they put out like a small comp with all the with like the one off songs yeah. like with Honor Protocol and it had like every it had everybody on there. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, it had respect because they had Impalers and Nosferatu on there. So there's it like did. big Texas representation. It did. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It so did. how do you how do you compare the Annihilated to like the previous bands or is it is it like in a similar lane or is it just a, a little bit different? Yeah, definitely super similar super just like real raw hardcore punk kind of like heard some real good um negative approach influence there yeah oh nice or like the six yeah so any anyone who is a fan of like their other bands will definitely love this for sure oh yeah all right but real quick for the the annihilated demo push me around slash abuse of power and killing me those are my two favorite tracks off the demo. So. All right. I guess it will be my turn. Um, my next two, uh, well, uh, I feel like this might be on one of y'all's list, uh, Spy Service Weapon. Um, I actually slept on this for a bit. And then uh, it wasn't until like they uh, did like a merch drop on a shirt. And then I was like, okay, the shirt looks fucking dope. All right, that looks cool. I was like, let me give him a chance. And I heard it. I was like, do they still have shirts? No, they did not. <laughs> Those shirts sold out like, <laughs> like in ten minutes. I was like, "Fuck!" I actually ended up buying uh, the uh, a package deal recently. I think on uh, To Live a Lie, it was like a. But I bought it off like some off like a distro in the UK. It was like the shirt and like a different. I think like a third pressing of the seven inch. I'm still waiting in the mail, but I'm not. I'm I'm okay with waiting. A lot of shit going on. Understandable uh four tracks clocking in a little under seven minutes uh just like fun like like i don't know like slammy like like punk shit like I, it makes me want to just like why aren't there any fucking shows like it makes me want to lose my mind and uh i'm bummed that it's only it four tracks stupid. like i wish it was like at least there was a I, I was, i'm hoping they'll make another demo and then just like release an lp or something of like both demos or some shit makes you sm- miss the smell of armpit and and just yeah. mustiness yeah like there's this musty ugly smell like the the the, <laughs> the fresh like uh earthy smell beer <laughs> of people <laughs> and beer yeah and then uh you know you know what i was pissed about last year when i was like was not drinking not any, doing that for like a year and I still come home smelling like alcohol. Like someone smelled spilled beer on something. I'm like, God damn it. Like, or it smell very <laughs> gross and like earthy. I mean, if you smell like that and do that by choice, cool, whatever. It's not, not for me. 
Um, but yeah, did y'all have this on any of y'all's list? No, actually, I haven't. I haven't heard it. Uh, wow. It okay, you'll you'll like it for sure. Yeah, uh, no, I know. I heard it a little bit earlier. Uh, I, I it was one of those also like I heard it uh, like a run through, and then I I came back to it maybe like a like a month ago or so. Uh, but oh my god, it's so good! It's like one of those. It's one of those like seven inch kind of things where it just kind of flies by too. It's so quick. Yeah. It's over before you even expect it to be. Um, plus, that's that the song's service weapon is just such a banger too. Yeah, it's such like, a good way to just like, like yeah, just a good way to just end that demo or EP. Like it's just it, it's the highlight of the of that seven inch or EP or whatever. And just the common lyrical theme. I think that there was a lot of like like uh, violence and brutal police brutality like was a big theme in their in their whole like record so it was pretty dope yeah for sure uh, also i'm a um, huge fan of the the artist that did it uh kane from colorado um does a lot of cool shit i follow him on instagram uh hope to see him do some future stuff for someone Ooh. <laughs> anyways so uh <laughs> wink <laughs> my next pick um is internal rot with grieving birth um, i don't know how to say this like i'm not big like on grindcore because I, I think a lot of it's like whatever like I, it doesn't really get my interest but this is just stripped down how grindcore should be just in your fucking face very ugly sounding and like the parts that are fast are fucking fast. The parts that are just like slow and sludgy are slow and sludgy without trying to be like doomy or like stonerish or like or you know some false deathcore shit. Like it's just just heavy. And then like it has like some punk fucking parts too. And it's like fuck. It's just like makes me wish like I would started a band like this like in high school or like you know like or something i don't know it gets, it gets me excited like it's it's really rare when i hear a band like this and i get like excited and i'm like holy shit like there's this energy like off that fucking album or both albums actually that they not uh, grieving birth and the and the previous one so i'm really big on this band i like putting it on at work sometimes just to make uh, some coworkers feel uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> to the lab and it's just like like just blast and just like oh, yeah shit it's it's really good i like it a lot so my one uh, one of my picks that i'll be playing will be from internal rot and this is orbiting flesh
<laughs> All right. Uh, Caesar, what are your next two? So, um, for another one of my picks, so man, I had such a hard time picking a, a band or artist from the label Smoking Room. Mm-hmm. Um, because just in general, that label has put out so much stuff this year that's been so good, like the Wyatt Smith stuff, like the Tony Molina stuff, like. But I feel like the band that I heard I'm the most from that what was that. Uh, Tony Molina's tight. I love that dude. band. Yeah, dude. Tony Molina's freaking great. And I feel like just Smoking Room is like just kept up, kicked ass like throughout the whole year. I bought like way too many things from them, I think. Um, but I, my pick from them has to be, I think, Toner. Um, the album Silk Road. Mm-hmm. And the song is uh, Smooth. Um, I This record on its own... Um, I feel like it's the one that I just kept coming back to like um, this one for sure. I don't know how to put it. That, that single smooth is more of like a, it has like this sunshiny kind of feeling. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's such a, like, it's one of those songs that it makes you want to just keep wanting to replay it. And as soon as it's over, it's just like, that was way too short. I just needed it like (laughs) one more time. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah straight up that song smooth is probably one of my favorites off that record um i i don't know much about the actual band themselves besides knowing they're from like uh they're somewhere from california yeah uh, i think they're somewhere like san francisco or bay area if i'm not mistaken so this is smooth by the band toner off the album silk road pick or did you already pick two yeah no um that was the first one so okay. toner smooth and then and another one would be, um the band clear channel uh with their release uh hell um and the song was called hot fruit um so this band clear channel um is 
pretty dope. I think I actually heard him through the Demo Listen podcast. Um, a, a big shout out also to the, to the Demo Listen podcast, just because I just like feel like that was also since I was just putting it on so much in the background, I just picked up on so many bands through there. But Clear Channel stood out so much because it has like this weird, like clunky, almost like a B fifty twos e kind of weird thing going on where like there's like a really high-pitched female vocalist and there's also like this like super strong flamboyant strong like male present voice on the front like big like freddie mercury meets b-52s meets like punk it's It's like like a lot of craziest (laughs) it's like a combination of like a lot of like weirdo punk with like just classic rock shit like that i guess yeah, well, yeah. see, like, not so much well, like, to the classic, classic rock, rock but, like, like, the of the guy's vocals are so, like, it's just, it's so epic, and um, their song Hot Fruit, in okay. general, it's just, like, like, I want, like, show me your banana, like, I mean, what, what else <laughs> can I fucking say, like, it's shake so your good. <laughs> yeah, shake your weebie, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, the, the that band is just, um, Super, like, you, it's not, you, you wouldn't expect it to be as catchy as it is because of all the weird, like, clunky beats and vo- vocal choices, but um, it's definitely an earworm. All right, so this is Hot Fruit by Clear Channel off the album Hell. Shaker Wee Wee. Jalen, surprise us. I want to. I want you to pick something like left of center. Well, 
All right. Um, so okay, no, you don't have to. Just just go with your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't got to get a second. I got really into world music this year. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst type of music. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick uh, West Side Gun. Pray for Paris. Okay. Um, super, super amazing did, did eddie mention this uh last night also like briefly uh it might have been briefly it sounds familiar. Did, i didn't catch it okay yeah yeah okay continue uh yeah just griselda records has always been like kind of like they've been popping super hard recently and until pray for paris i really didn't get like uh, a good listen because it's it's Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine. And they've all been making music for a really long time. But Pray for Paris was really the record that I feel like put them ahead. And for a good reason, dude. Like, that album is just so sick. Really, um, like, Westside Gun just has this, like, grandiose feel about him. Like, I mean, like, every rapper, like, raps about, like, you know, money and clothes and cars and shit, but like the way he does it and like the beats that he chooses for his songs just all work so well with each other. And it's just like this like feeling of just like straight luxury and like it's 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 hard to describe. Yeah. But I, I think Eddie had Rick, briefly mentioned on the previous episode, I think he mentioned this artist with a bunch of other other ones that if if trap music gets um like not killed off but oh shit fireworks next door going off <laughs> if a uh, trap music is like just ends these guys will yeah. probably be a part like a reason for it i think that's yeah. what he said so is it like traditional uh, no. like just like like hip-hop or like how does it like i don't know if you could describe it a little bit more yeah I, no I yeah had never heard it i'm actually not familiar with the name at all i feel really yeah i'm looking yeah, at that a picture um, yeah, of it. it looks fucking cool yeah, the cover art is, is so sick. It's it's um I forgot who uh like what that painting is originally from. My my buddy told me one time, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it it is traditional hip hop, but just like to a T that um grandiose and like feeling of like that I don't know, just just luxury, man. Just like real like you're like, fuck, this dude is like about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know. And, uh, sold. Features, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna have to check this out immediately after we finish this because I, I want to know how it sounds. The the features, yeah. no, dude, I, th- I think you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. The features yeah. on this record, Tyler the Creator, um, like real like re- left field with him. Um, featured on the song 327. Uh, he like kills it. One of my favorite verses that he did this year, and um, he actually produced one of the songs on this record, which is really tight. Freddie Gibbs, Joey Badass, Whale, Benny the Butcher, just a bunch of really good features that just like add to like the package. Yeah. I, I'm sold. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna have it's to awesome. check this out for sure. Real quick, the three members, um Westside, like I mentioned earlier, Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Comic the Machine all did records this year, but this one was definitely oh, wait, my favorite. So this, they're, they're, shout out. Yeah, excuse me for being ignorant. So they're they're a group, like a hip hop group. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like and a record label yeah griselda records oh, okay yeah um but just real quick uh shout out to benny the butcher his record that came out this year was also really tight um had a really good freddie gibbs feature on that one as well which is gonna tie into my second pick for this one which is 
Levi mentioned it on the first episode, and I'm pretty sure it's on a lot of people's uh, top 10, top 50, whatever. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, an alchemist, Alfredo. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I would be remiss if I didn't, if that wasn't on my top 10, because that record is just fucking awesome. Yeah, and I, I got to I got to check it out. It, it's really freaking tight. I've been following Freddie Gibbs for a really long time, um, since I was like in early high school. I don't know how I just like stumbled upon his music and all this stuff, the ESGN stuff. But, and he's like, just done so much good shit for so long. And he's, I know like, a, like underrated gets thrown out a lot. I feel it's like, oh, this person's underrated. Like, what does it really mean now? You know what I mean? And yeah. Freddie Gibbs was always like, kind of like, threaded the needle between like underrated and I don't know mainstream I guess but I feel like finally this record like really pushed him over the edge as far as like okay people like I know are getting hyped on this record and he got nominated for a Grammy finally Um, but for good reason because this is him at like top form and the Alchemist as well like just like fucking killer beats dude yeah I feel like um, uh, Freddie Gibbs has kind of just taken on the role of like uh, almost like a kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say like past, like it's almost like cult, cult classic. You kind of like, you got to know about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, but like, he's killing it. It really, I feel like, I feel like he's also put out, he's had so much output. Like it feels so much back to back. And like, I feel like the, I feel like, because the names he's been putting stuff out with like Matt, like names like Madlib and like, you know, yeah. like, it's just like, I feel like it's like having his name next to such big, like titles back to back to back. It just, it feels kind of crazy and him over an alchemist beat anytime. It's just like, it's, it's money. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was the thing going into it where like, I feel like a lot of people, cause to be perfectly honest, um, he did his two records with Madlib, um, Binyata, and oh, I always forget the name of the other one. Let me. Uh, and let me Bandana? Back. Bandana, yes. Those two records are fucking classics. And the records that he didn't do with Madlib kind of like fell under the radar a little bit more. And people were kind of like, oh, like, he only, he, the only way you can make a classic is if he does it with Madlib. But he came around and did this shit with The Alchemist and, like, is a fucking certified classic in my eyes so, yeah and even the records in between like the big collab records like just they, i feel like even those songs they had they had some good bangers back to back in those records yeah yeah and uh again the um, the features on this record are fucking tight another really sick feature from Ty the creator really killed it on that song um rick ross um top form for sure the lyricism on this album is fucking tight. He's like, he's such a hilarious persona on like Instagram and social media. If if anybody doesn't follow him, I definitely recommend it because his his stories are just so fucking funny. And yeah, that, so that someone mentioned out. that like uh, he, he had, I think he had deactivated his Instagram or some shit for like a day yeah. or something, and then there was like, yo, twenty twenty is over or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've heard about him like just ruthlessly like picking on like thun- like I f- like some of his friends like Thundercat or I think I don't know who it is that he's always picking on, but yeah, he's always picking on his friends and on uh, DJ Academics. Academics, there you go. I, yeah. 
from Alfredo. I'm going to go ahead and do the song with Tyler, the creator. I mean, not, not the song for the podcast, but just my two favorite tracks uh, okay. for the, from the record are Something to Rap About featuring Tyler and God is Perfect, which is the second song off the record. The second song is going to be uh, No Vacancy by Westside Gun off the Pray for Paris LP. I whipped it with the left, I whipped it with the right Three quarter me got the tank fight Your shit stepped on, get your yay right I blow your brains out in broad daylight You ever make love to the pot? I ain't think so You ever threw up from smelling too many kilos? The Migos, the Negos, the Reload, the free throws The more Jalapigo, the Rigo Four story house, I got on V-Bro, the Rest in peace, Vino. Rest in peace, Kino. The Spigos, the Seagulls. April Fresh, Seagull. Slam you on your neck like Bruno San Martino. Welcome home, Tito. And proud of Cipino. My shooter shot. Five niggas in a row. We yell, Bingo. I'm Nino. Bulletproof Billy's parked outside the Whitney. You need it, nigga, hit me. Vacuum silly, then you ship it. So my next two, I mentioned this one on the other episode. I'm going to mention it again because uh, I I slept on it so hard, but now I'm fucking in love with it so much. And um, uh, yeah, Chubby and the Gang, Speed Kills. This is oh, just yeah. really good fucking oi, like rock and roll shit, like fun fucking riffs. Just like it, it it takes me back to when i first like uh discovered like sham 69 and like cox bar and shit like that and just hanging out with friends like just doing like um hoodlum shit but like it's, it's really fun like uh, like oi music it, it's it reminded me of like those days like getting into getting into some shit right and uh i don't know it's just like a fun record the riffs are really fucking good um the rise and fall of the gang um fuck oh yeah uh, bruce grove bu- bullies the, the the fucking riff in that kind of reminds you of the kinks like uh like but like just a lot harder uh yeah it's a great record i love <laughs> that, that the first time i listened to that record i was like smiling ear to ear it's like it i could have like big rock and roll vibes it, it's big just yeah yeah some of those songs just make me happy i don't know just like yeah the, but like they're like right? the but it makes you just want to like pit also, but not like in a like I don't know. It just like some of those drifts are an, tough. Not an aggressive way. Yeah, just like fun yeah. way, just like Sorry. dive on your friends Anything. or like sing along to like the like the songs and shit. Like it, it makes me want to do that that move with the two beers over my hand and like just yeah. walk in a circle in a circle pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, but like, yeah, it's good vibes on that record. Yeah, and then my next one is Histamine. Uh, they have two releases, one from last year, one from this year. They're both self-titled, which I think is weird. And I was trying to really find like the title for it. 
I, I, I just couldn't find it. Uh, they're both self-titled, I guess, but self-titled 2020 by Histamine is really good. Another Australian band, um, aside from uh, Internal Rot. Uh, really good. Just um, It reminded me of Hoax when I heard it. Um, gag also. Um, just shit like that. It's really just... I don't know how to say it. There's no filler riffs. I feel like every riff is fucking good as far as like what they're going for. The vocals, the heavy reverb that everyone loves and shit. The Dupa beats in punk that are just really good. Um, I was listening to this actually a couple weeks ago. I was coming back from work. I'm at a stoplight and uh, the song Infection was playing. And the part where like the, the slam part like towards like the middle or the end is like playing. And it was like a Friday or Saturday night. I was like around six or seven. I'm at the stoplight and and this made me miss live music even more. Like I was like, fuck, yeah. man. I it, it just the sound of this demo just has this live feel to it that I like love. And it makes me wish I was at a show and just miss it makes me uh wish I was like just pitting and just like hanging out with friends and just yeah, smelling like that earthy, ugly smell. <laughs> I feel like there's very few bands that genuinely get you like excited like it makes you feel like you're at the show or you want to be yeah like you need to move at an instant yeah it was one of those moments and i'm the stoplight of like fucking covid i would have been at a show right now or i would have been like rushing to get to a show that i'm going to play and do five fucking different things at once so it made me miss (laughs) maybe miss it made me miss that uh, that aspect of shows a lot so that's actually be my second and last pick of the podcast episode for my song This is Histamine with Infection. So for my next pick, I um, so I have uh, the record Soak from Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly. Um, this is kind of like a, it's it's got it's more of like a emo. It's got how do I put it? So when I show it to somebody, uh, when I showed it to my girlfriend, she kind of said it kind of sounded like pop punk, and I was like, I don't know, what kind of pop <laughs> like, punk like. It, it, yeah, defend it's got pop the punk shit or what? So no, it, it's not like defend pop punk, pop punk, and I don't even okay. think it actually falls so much in that. It the thing <laughs> is, uh, the vocals on this record are like 
very aggressive. Um, yeah. I, there's actually very little like actual clean, clean singing. Uh, the the uh, the vocalist, I forget their name. I think it's no, no, I can't remember their name. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, this record in particular, I they had uh, put out two EPs leading up to this, and um, they were like, I believe actually, yeah, it was two EPs and. And they only put them out like on SoundCloud, I believe. And they wouldn't like, I don't know. They just never put anything up on like Bandcamp or anything like that. And um, I feel like they, they once they announced that this record was going to come out, they uploaded this stuff on Bandcamp and then they dropped this record like as a surprise kind of thing, like mm-hmm. uh, towards the middle of the year. So it was just, it was really cool because it, it was like, there was hype, but nobody was really talking about them. And it was just like, boop, they popped out of nowhere with their full length. And it's, it's just a, a banger. Um, their song, Middle of the Night, um, has this one chanting, like singing part okay. that it's just, it's just like, it's just, it's so good. Like the, tell me what you think about me. It's just, it makes you want to like yell so angsty. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I'm very curious to check this out. (laughs) Oh, God. It makes you want to point your finger and just shout. No, but yeah, no, uh, it's good. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll check it out because I'm curious to see how this sounds. Uh, If Lucero made fun of this and called this pop punk, but then you said this other thing. So I'm very curious on what the end result is going to be once my ears like actually hear this. (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i feel like if you're not really into like the the whole like emo uh it's it's a little it's like emo pop punky alternative i don't know it's kind of i mean there's like i think there's one band that i fuck with that's like like uh what i think you're trying to describe or what you're describing uh they're a newer band i think they're called padfoot okay yeah that's like but it but it it, I, i listen to it sometimes but it, it can also fall into that pop punk lane that I'm not a fan yeah. of, but it's like, it's it not that, but it, flirts, <laughs> but it kind of flirts with it. Like if the average listener would hear it and like, not know like, like the type of shows and fests they play, they would think they would be in the same realm as all those other bands. So, yeah. Yeah. This is I, a little bit, it's a little bit less accessible. I feel like the vocals are so, and the drums, just the, the snare sounds like a fucking dodgeball getting smacked against, like the wall it's it's very it's very aggressive <laughs> Holy shit. okay this is kind of funny because i looked up padfoot right now and i put uh i just just to just to check something and it said fans also like and it was like a bunch of bands and uh look which look which one popped up oh, oh shit <laughs> riley popped up nice caesar that's yeah, you damn. in the picture <laughs> that is fucking Crossover. weird that is insane yeah, no. okay I'm I'm tripped out. <laughs> What's it called? Yeah, so my pick is going to be the song Middle of the Night, Middle of the Night by Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly off the album Soak. God, that's a fucking mouthful. Okay, so that's the song you're going to pick, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm not going to make you say it again because that was a good take. All right. Okay. Um, my second pick has to be, I think uh, I had a hard time picking one general, like I started leaning a lot into like hyper pop and like the whole, just more like the pop music, but really fast, just sped up. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. But point being, um, Eric Doa came out with a really good full length. Uh, 
I guess it's like a short LP, kind of like those like all filler, no killer kind of albums. Um, Eric Eric Doa, the album is uh, COA and the song is called 2008. Um, this album has specifically that song, 2008. I feel like the vocal melodies are very like, um, almost like reminiscent of not even so much like traditional like R&B, but it's not, it's more like pulling from like, how do I put it? Like more emo kind of uh, like stylings. I wouldn't say so much like, oh, it's not leaning. It's more like Little Peep or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually more like singing, more melodic based and his uh, vocal production. I feel it's pretty interesting. Um, plus the, the, the beats in general are just so cool. And he's, he does his own production a lot of the times, I think, um, specifically that song 2008. It's, it's very, very catchy, super dope. Um, big shout out to my friend, Andy. Um, he, he put me onto so much stuff, like towards this tail end of the year. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a pretty hard time picking from a lot of the records that, um, you know, that he put me onto, but yeah, Eric DOA or Eric Doa, really good, pretty dope. All right, <laughs> for this one, I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, Drake. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dark Lane demo tapes. I know probably not gonna be one on a lot of people's uh, top end of the year list. I know it was kind of a disappointment to some people. Well, okay, check this out. Let me let me kind just. Of forgot it existed to be honest. I didn't remember it. Okay, well, to be honest. If if he would have replaced half of Scorpion and added half of this into it, yeah, yeah. I feel like it would have been a better Scorpion would have been a better album. Um, uh, I did. I I feel Scorpion like if rough. some of these tracks were on that album, Scorpion would have been like, okay, it's a good album. But because half of the record is trash, it's like, oh, you know, whatever. Scorp Scorpion is hard to defend. Like I'm I'm obviously like a Drake fan or whatever. Yeah, I hate that term fan. I'm a big Drake fan, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah yeah but this one actually um it had less filler tracks compared to scorpion or to me at least oh even. for sure yeah that, Dude, that's Scorp why I scorpion scorpion to me was like the height of like let's make this album 800 tracks so we can get our streaming numbers up <laughs> oh god i hated that shit yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like after scorpion it left such a bad taste i was like oh my god i i don't i I, I don't want to have to dig through the record to find like the five or six songs that I'm going to yeah. replay over and over again. Like it's cool. Yeah. I, I'm not that much work and I'm not. Yeah. 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 And, um, but yeah, dark lane demo tapes, I thought was really tight. I thought it was like a good tight. I mean, he didn't even, I mean, it wasn't advertised as like a full length album, like the new Drake album or whatever. So I thought it was like just a cool collection of songs. Um, Pain 1993 with Playboy Cardi, I thought was a tight song. Um, when to Say When, Chicago Freestyle. When that video came out, I thought those songs were fucking tight. And they were really sick on the record. War, the last song. Like when War came out, um, it came out like a, a bunch of months earlier. I think on Christmas, just as a video. And I don't even know how many times I played that video. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. With that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like oh, drop my bong. <laughs> <laughs> I must have played that YouTube video just like off the YouTube app onto my speaker like 
eight hundred times. Like that song oh, is tight. Shit. But yeah, I think I think that album's good. I think it's a good little package. Just a bunch of like cool songs. But also shout out to Laugh Not Cry Later with Real Little Dirk, which I thought was one of the best singles of the year. Like I fucking love that song. And it has me so hyped for Certified Lover Boy. I really I'm really, really hopeful about that record. I'm really, really hopeful that it'll kind of give him an opportunity to redeem himself after Scorpion and kind of come back with a nothing was the same or take care type album, just real focused and good. Yeah. So oh, filter yeah. tracks, no, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, dude, you, you, you go back and, and listen to take care. Nothing was the same. And you're just like, damn, like every song in this album slaps, like, and yeah. uh, both with Scorpion, it's like, oh, skip, skip, skip. Like, yeah, have this record. It, it's it's either that or like Scorpion is just so like disappointing that it makes those albums even better when you go back and revisit them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. And what, what other one do you got? Let's see. For the second one, I'll go ahead and do um, 21 Savage, Metro Boomin, uh, Savage Mode 2. One of my favorite albums of the year for sure. Uh, just like, I don't know. It's like, I like struggle to say things about it besides like, it's just like a tight record. Like I wasn't the biggest fan of Savage Mode 1. And I thought uh, 21 Savage's last record, um, I Was, I Am, uh, was like pretty good, but not exactly what I was looking for. But this record just like, I don't know, it just killed it for me. Like, running the opening track just fucking blew me away. Like, mm-hmm. I listened to it for the first time at work, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and the, the Morgan Freeman narration, like, that that record reminds me of um, Without Warning, the album that 21 Savage, Metro Boom, and Offset did together, where, where they just, like, really, like, perfected like the mood and just kind of like this like tough guy like kind of you know aesthetic and it just like i don't know every song that album slaps for me did you say morgan freeman narrated this record yeah Yeah. morgan yeah morgan freeman narrates savage mode 2 and it's fucking tight like i know that sounds like like, caesar's face is just like what (laughs) (laughs) That's a that's a selling point in and of itself. Like I mean, Dude, I don't know. That that's that's pretty tight. No, but yeah, I it, feel like I slept on a lot of releases. But yes, that that's the selling point right there. That's already on the list. Cute. It works perfectly, dude. It works perfectly. Like it's it's so sick. Um, good, great features from uh, um, Young Thug, um, Young Nudie, uh, Drake. Jake is a really good feature. Um, my favorite track from the record, the last track. I don't know. It's just uh, just real good. <laughs> That's fine. That's cool. All right. So my next two, um, the first one is Washed Out with Purple Noon. My very Damn, good I've friends. I have been washed out in forever. Yeah. My very good friends, close friends know uh, how much of a stan I am of Washed Out. <laughs> Jalen, hello, <laughs> <laughs> great. That's that word again. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've, I've, I've loved this shit since like 2011, uh, since uh, within and without. And uh, 
just I don't just like the 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 way he writes the songs, the synths, just like anything with synths, you have me right. And if you do it like the right way, you have a fan for life. I'll, I'm gonna listen to your shit all the time. And uh, yeah, since within and without, I've been a fan, and then revisited High Times uh, once I became a fan, and then Paracosm came out in 2013, which is cool. Uh, I wasn't too big on it. I guess like it was hard for me to for someone for him to follow up after within and without. But, you know, I still fucked with it. And then in 2017, uh, he dropped Mr. Mellow. I don't know what the fuck that was. I didn't like it. It was kind of weird. Um, it just didn't seem like washed out. I, I don't know. I didn't like it at all. Fast forward to 2020 with Purple Noon. He dropped the single uh, Face Up in 2018. This actually took like two years for him to release it. So Face Up was the, the like random single he dropped, which ended up becoming on, uh, which ended up coming out on Purple Noon. And when that single dropped, I was like, oh, my God, it sounds like how washed out sounded, you know, from within, without and before that uh, life of leisure and all that shit. And I had I had patiently been waiting for this album to drop. And when it dropped, it was everything I missed about washed out of just a good like fucking chill wave fucking sound uh, with the synths. Um, My favorite track, obviously, face up, which I mentioned, it's like a little bit uh, beefed up on the album version i love it the album covers dope with the scenery like the clouds and it being like purple and shit that's the first thing that caught me when i when you shared it the cover is really pretty yeah it's really nice uh my next pick is marcy rhinestone wood tip wine marcel of uh san antonio hardcore fame i'm saying san antonio hardcore because it's hard to name all the bands because he he, him and are san antonio hardcore (laughs) (laughs) have to spend like a whole another like 20 minute diatribe just kind of explaining yeah so he dropped this he he was dropping hints uh as far as like what he was going to release and like uh just the visuals of like of uh of what he was hinting at look fucking cool uh and then the album cover is dope it's like the the keyboards with him posing with it and there's other ones where he's like with the gun hitting the the keys dude the gun, <laughs> gun on the g note dude yeah the only way to play the g note dude that's just nuts <laughs> so it looks just so hot. yeah it was, he, that, he that, that, it on the on the aesthetic like yeah. on the aesthetic of the art and the music like oh, i just just completely killed it yeah and the just fuck man I, I heard i was listening to the songs and i was like i feel like i've heard these songs before but i obviously right. haven't you know but it's just like uh yeah. it, it it encapsulated like the whole like uh funk um tip on on like what he was going for and just like it's yeah. so good like the bass lines the keys just like the vocals i loved it the three songs are not enough Marcel, exactly. we, need the fu- we need the full length. We need that full length in 2021. Jeremy first, drop it. I don't go fuck. <laughs> Please, we like, need it. That's a genre you of music that you just can't give us an appetizer oh, like that and like just leave us hanging. Like <laughs> that's a genre of music that I like probably would never have like listened to. Not because I like don't like it or anything, but like it just wouldn't have come across my radar. And yeah. the fact that he like just kind of did it and like did it so good and i was like fuck like now this makes me want to check out like more of this stuff yeah for sure yeah and uh caesar what what do you got i guess keeping up with the marcy rock block dude i i okay so backlash with power defined 
mm-hmm. uh, off the inciting frenzy split was so nuts like it's just that song like i feel like in the at the halfway or towards the ending on that last breakdown it's just it's so like oh delicious like the bass tone is like i feel like uh when i showed it to a few people they said that the bass was like a little like killing i was like nah dude that's no, it, it's that's adding the- that groove it's adding a that's the- the yeah. part. are you freaking like are you tripping like it's so good I mean, don't get me wrong. The Nemesis side is very fucking badass. I feel like they both really captured the like their own little like style of like Nemesis going with like that darker kind of crossovery New York hardcore, but more like heavy. And then Backlash contrasting it with like just the fast, groovy, just you know more. Yeah, like the more upbeat and New York hardcore kind of uh, vibe. I've yeah, like it has that. like that bounce to it that like it just it's so good. And I know I think uh, like I was saying I think Marcy's uh, also on the on the guitar for the backlash side. So uh, yeah, man, just killing it with the output throughout 2020 and the yeah, I, this the backlash side of this split perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out backlash all the homies in that band shout out adam yeah man the the tour that could have been <laughs> we were so <laughs> i know right yeah we were supposed to tour with them in the beginning of the year before rona blew up but you know i mean 2021 we'll see what's up let's all get our fucking uh, vaccines together yes <laughs> shoot, it, shoot, it, shoot it into my fucking veins dude like oh my god People are like, oh, it makes you tired or like you you get like a little sick after it. It's like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like fucking, I'll go a third arm out of my chest if it means I thought, you're gonna, say, I thought you're gonna say dick. And I was like, say it. Fuck it. Who cares? All right. Uh, Jalen, what are your next two? <laughs> All right. For this one, it's kind of, well, Kind of a cheat, but Blade came out with three projects this year. He came out with um, 333. He came out with um, Exeter. And he came out with, fuck, the name is escaping me right now. He came out with Good Luck with uh, Mecha Talk. But my favorite out of the three is going to be Exeter. And he did that record with Echo 2K. And that project is just sick Blaze, an incredible artist every album that he did this year like has its own kind of like mood and feel to it but exeter is my favorite out of um the three my favorite songs from the record are wonderland and merry-go-round and it's just like real fun real just like it's hard to describe uh to somebody who hasn't heard it but his brand of like i don't know hip-hop i guess it's just like like nothing else in my opinion that's on the on the radar or whatever he, he did a real incredible amount of output this year and every every album had its own kind of thing to it just love it so i've never heard uh, of is there like a, a certain song you would recommend like first track this is yeah. the two track um definitely well for sure if you want to get into him like just his like body of work or whatever i definitely recommend starting with the record uh ice dancer okay that, that's definitely like a good primer because uh that's like what a lot of people see it as but as his best record mm-hmm. and then also check out 333 
um, which was from this year, because that's definitely like the most I would say digestible record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the re- I haven't sat down with any of the Blade records because I feel like every time I hear like the uh, their stuff on on like shuffle, it's it's there's like a little different every time, and I'm yeah. like it's it, I feel like I need to like sit with the record, and I know yeah. that the 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 few songs that I've heard from three 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 um specifically like wings in motion and stuff and like the beginning yeah. like the first the first like two three songs that i've kind of like just tipped my toes into um they're they're dope so like i know and i really need to like sit with those but yeah really good for uh for the second one i'll go ahead and do how about i need don toliver uh heaven or hell uh houston rapper super tight with i mean i'm pretty sure everyone's heard his name by now but uh, super like in the Cactus Jack crew, or whatever. Um, but hasn't like gotten to the heights that Travis Scott has gotten yet. Although I think he kind of deserves it more. <laughs> um, but so he just uh, record- McDonald's meal yet, or oh no, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna well, go yeah. like Burger King just to just yeah, I know right. Go because against the grain. Like, I want my so Don Oliver shake. <laughs> Sprite in the shake. Okay. I need a I need the Don Toliver Bob. <laughs> oh my god. Give me the Don Toliver jalapeno poppers. With the side of a hash brown. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he just like he's just so good, dude. Like he has such an infectious voice and just like oh my god, when he does like his like little high pitch thing and it's like oh it's so tight. Um my favorite track tracks off that record you gotta be uh no idea cardigan yeah um the uh, chop stars also did the uh chop not stop remix of that record and it's almost better than the original every like oh my god it's so tight um also shout out chop stars they did a chop not stop remix of savage mode 2 which also fucking slaps um but yeah heaven or hell super super good i guess better than World. Pretty, okay. pretty hip-hop yeah. heavy recommendations with Jalen. I know. I feel like I slept on a lot of hip-hop and I'm like getting educated yeah. on these episodes, which is cool because yeah. I felt like I was falling Same, off. I've up at least two, yeah, I, I feel like I've queued up like two, three songs from each rap artist that Jalen has pointed out. I feel like I'm yeah. catching hey, up yeah. right now on 101. Yeah. That's tight, yeah. But yeah, shout out Don Toliver, like really sick that he's from Houston, like Really sick that he's finally getting the recognition he deserves. It's funny because his first record was really tight, Donnie Warmack. Um, but the thing about that record is it dropped a day before Astro World, so it kind of just like oh. Astro kind of just kind of like fucking blew it out of the water. Yeah, which, uh, it's just kind of fucking yeah, left in the yeah, remnants of that left in the fucking dust. Yeah, but recently he's been just like getting bigger and bigger and super deservedly so. He's like he's super good. Yeah. Can't wait to see him do more. My last two. Uh, okay, so Fuse, The Segregation Will End. It's a band from Singapore. This was actually produced by uh, a producer that me and Caesar have been noticing has produced a lot of good shit. Caesar, can you guess who? Yeah, Mr. Uh, William Killingsworth. Yeah. <laughs> who has been given the name against like his discretion not or probably doesn't even know willie killy <laughs> yeah he just runs he just goes yeah. by willie killy but yeah he this guy has produced 
dude anything like any hardcore release within the last two or three years this guy has touched like any that, that you like he's probably worked on it i actually learned yeah, the other day he actually did the the last program release um yeah really? yeah, yeah he did I, I i looked it up because i was looking for i was like i was checking out uh, a program song because like for some reason and i went and i checked who uh, mastered it and it was will killingsworth i was like holy shit he, he worked on program also wow so yeah this guy's everywhere and uh he did a good job putting uh you know uh putting his hand on this album or release uh, segregation will end it has a lot of cool like uh newer new york hardcore bounce to it that we've mentioned before from other bands it's it's always fun um i don't want to like say it as if like this is like uh re- like represents the band but it's uh i think i think they're all it's all girl it's an all-girl band i think or okay. maybe except the drummer i'm not sure um for, it's like a cool like uh photocopied cover with like the band and then fused like in like um stencil like letters and shit the the aesthetic of it is fucking cool uh my favorite song off that is crowned head which is on the playlist that caesar made for loud and clear records it's on spotify go check that out if you can i'll leave a link on the on the bio and shit for y'all check check out some of our selections and my last pick is power trip live in seattle I have always oh, yeah. had a soft spot for live albums. Um, live albums, I think, were very important to me, like in my formative years when I was younger. Uh, the fucking live Slayer album, um, Motorhead, Hammer, uh, Till, Till Hammersmith or something like that. That album was very important to me also. Uh, the Ramones, like live albums too. Um, it's just like different like or anytime I would hear a live track from like uh, like a, like a b-side or some shit from a band I liked I loved the live version a lot more when I was younger I guess because I wasn't going to shows yet or hadn't gone to a lot of concerts you know so hearing these live songs like through a recording and hearing like just like the like the feedback the the live banter between songs like the the the, the way the drums sound like just uh, like I don't know, like this pounding fucking sound to it. That Power Trip album had all that, and I loved it. And yeah, it's you know it's the last thing that uh, that we have of Riley, as far as we know, or that's been released. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 good to go back and listen to it and remember those memories of like seeing Power Trip. So I'm glad we have this uh, yeah. album documented, along with like you know vi- videos on YouTube and shit. But it's cool that. Uh, we had these collection of songs. That set list is a really good fucking set list. Maybe I wish there was like another song or two, but other than that, you really don't need it. That set list is pretty perfect for what yeah. it is. This was really just all uh, so many good songs. And I feel like this, uh, the the way that they, I feel like I had a really good experience with this record too, because I, I, I put it on and I just kind of like let it run through. Like yeah. if it was at the show kind of thing, yeah. Because I don't really like I don't like live albums to be completely, yeah, and yeah. utterly honest. But like it was just one of those things. Like it, I was stuck indoors, kind of like it just gives you that feeling, kind of you know, just to fucking feel something. Yeah. Listen to the live record, <laughs> yeah. And it just, yeah, man, 
for sure. Like uh, I, whenever it went into manifest decimation towards the end and mm-hmm. where it just, uh, I feel like he, I think it's towards the end of that one where he just says to be continued. Yeah. I hadn't looked at them. I hadn't heard the, 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 the actual, the seen the set list. So I was like, fuck the record ends there. And then, and then it goes into Crossbreaker. was like, don't call it a, don't call it a whatever fucking encore. Is what he says. Don't call it an encore kind of thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. kind of <laughs> ah, just complete, it, that gave me chills like straight up, yeah. like because I, I I was not even looking at it or anything. It was just one of those like uh, I wasn't expecting it, just like a show, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's uh, my last pick. There was so many other things that came out. I'm just gonna name a few just off like the list. Uh, I'm not gonna dive too much into it um the shifters from australia me and you caesar like really liked this another band from australia which is uh surprising australia's dropping a lot of cool shit skeleton they dropped that shit off uh 20 bucks spin i believe yeah really good album yeah Um, fucking incredible record yeah i was interesting black metal good yeah (laughs) really good (laughs) really good shit uh motorama real quick yeah go Real quick, um, when me, Jesse, and Mambo saw Skeleton at uh, South by Southwest, um, they, they were like transitioning into their kind of like black metal um, sound. Yeah. And like, we were like all watching them, right? And then like right after Mambo like comes to talk to me, he was like, dude, the guitar player was like staring at me right in the eyes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> guitar player just had this like um i don't know like he had like real long hair the way that he was like moving and vibing to the music was just like super like i don't know it's hard to describe but him telling me that i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> that's funny the it, it's um yeah. kind of like the the keyboard player of devil master where he just stares into the audience with like a blank face yeah yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. um okay you know what um speaking of that show whatever i believe uh, this band played that show because i think mondo got a shirt from uh from that band for me uh midnight uh rebirth by blasphemy they were tight yeah so they dropped rebirth by blasphemy this year it's everything you expect from a midnight album it's fucking aggressive um fucking uh db charged fucking like motorhead rock and roll type of shit uh it's cool i liked it a lot um bib dude that bib album is fucking so good the vocals are just fucking aggro not aggro but just like angry and just fucking losing its mind over the music i love it um well i I have the two more and then i had the honorable mentions um i don't know if you want to let's go go baby knock them all out right now (laughs) so for my last two definitely my two favorite records of the year the first one's gonna be how i'm feeling now by charlie xcx um char- uh, her self-titled record charlie was my favorite album of 20 my favorite album of 2019 incredible front to back classic pretty much reinventing the wheel when it comes to pop music and this record um was that but just a perfect reflection of what kind of everyone's been going through as far as quarantine's concerned a uh, super personal record but still maintaining that really like grandiose um new pop feel that she's just been like curate curating um my favorite tracks off that record and click 2.0, which is basically just 
a real like reflection of like because it's a remix of the first uh version author self-title record click but it's just like the lyrics of that song i miss my click is basically just like saying that she misses her friends and it's really tight um everything she did with that record uh she like let fans like uh design the cover for the singles um just fucking awesome record she's um really really invigorated my love or not my love but like really like because when i heard that self-titled record i had like i was like what like a pop record like in 2019 that, that's like sounds like fresh you know what i mean it's just a really fantastic record and like i said maintains that because the self-titled record was just like this monumental moment for her as an artist because um the EPs and LPs that she did before were good, but this one was just like, fuck, oh, dude, like, it's, it was such a reinvention of her music and pop music as a whole, and just like, in my opinion, a perfect record, front to back. And this one was like that, just on a smaller scale, more personal, and just a real good, like, like I said, reflection of, of uh, quarantine and that lifestyle that we've all had to go and accustomed to. Yeah, for yeah. sure. My favorite record of the year probably comes out a surprise to no one, but Playboy Cardi, whole lot of red. Uh, that the just came out last week. Loves. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Damn, you waited till the very last week of Dude, no, the I, year. I waited. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I waited. I waited for two whole years. I still remember me listening to Die Lit the, the night it came out and saying, this is my favorite record of the year. And I still remember last week staying up until you know 12 at night not gonna lie uh i mean it's it, it's uh i'm not really a big fan of his but i gave it a chance yeah. and it's pretty good like i was like i i don't know how to say this i feel like i'm too old to enjoy him <laughs> or to enjoy a lot of like uh artists in that lane <laughs> oh no, yeah yeah i feel you yeah and um the it flows really well and uh that carney feature i was like holy shit he got him to just Dude, be kanye yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah so it's so far I've gone into I only got into it halfway, but I liked what I heard. I think I had mentioned earlier my Andy also I went over uh, to kick it at, at his place and he was like, You've heard whole lot of red, right? I was like, No, nah, not really. I've, I've, I've like I've never really got into Cardi and he's like, Bro, oh my god. And he just sat me down and he made me listen to it. Like he was like, You're gonna listen to it tonight. Gun to the head and then offered you <laughs> and, and then and then handed you the bong on the other hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, but uh what's it called? Yeah, man. Again, big shout out to that guy. Love him. But yeah. yeah. Good, yeah, good shout out guy. Andy. Probably, probably the only one that likes whole lot of red as much as I do. Um, fucking love that record. It's such a departure from what he did on Die Lit, but worked for me in pretty much every way. My favorite songs off that record: um, Go to the Moon, Kanye. Obviously, Kanye killed it on that verse. Just being him, not not doing his Jesus thing, which I also like. Which is also the kind of the outlier because I know a lot of people don't like that side of him but i do mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh and um no sleep new tank teen x um fuck what else off the top of my head um vamp anthem new neon just uh he just did so much new shit with this record and i know 
it's hard to talk about the record without mentioning like the backlash and how many how many people were like were disappointed but i feel like with a record that was hyped up as much as whole lot of red was it's kind of hard not to disappoint um yeah. and i feel like and playboy cardi has always been such a polarizing artist he's always kind of just done his own thing um people don't realize that i feel like and this was him just doing exactly what he wanted to do as far as like the whole like aesthetic and the uh, raspy voice kind of screaming like singing thing that he did and i know for a lot of people it didn't work but for me it really did and um yeah i just think it's a fantastic record i think uh everything flows really well and it's just super fun i mean that's 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 always been him like to me it's just like a really fun artist like fun music and yeah i can't say enough good things about it to be honest it's pretty much what i've been listening to exclusively since it came out all right and uh, your honorable mentions my honorable mentions let me let me rattle them off real quick okay. shout out 11 p.m records subliminal excess demo big big laugh manic revulsion rolex self-titled all really sick hardcore punk records my favorite of the three probably big laugh um real like kind of ssd also like incest type stuff like super super sick um shout out drew from that band i booked his band here in the valley um um first impact okay. uh, oh yeah. shit did i realize it was uh, he was he's in this new uh, in big laugh he said yeah 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 big laugh yeah didn't um, realize those members yeah yeah he's the man that band is sick 11 p.m records is sick they keep put, uh, putting out good shit also shout out um invisible audio from florida um, always putting out good shit as well. My favorite releases from them this year: NSA, uh, NSA is watching cassette, um, Echelon demo from Atlanta. Um, really, really sick. Just again, like straight up hardcore punk, but just good, not um, not boring. Painkiller Records, uh, Jackal Live uh, cassette, really sick. Some new songs on there. Jackal's super fucking tight. Yeah, actually, uh, um, checked them out. Uh, barely checked them out the other day. I put them on my Instagram story, and damn, yeah, I, I slept. That. I slept on them. I was like, "Wow, they're really good." They're fucking tight. Members yeah. of uh, Maron, the old uh, older band from Florida. Heavy Discipline LP from Painkiller as well. Rated XLP, both really sick hardcore records. Um, a few more <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. It sounds like you're turning pages. Like you like. <laughs> No, no, I am, dude. I am. I, I, like your finger. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I okay. um, Command Terrorscape, really good death metal record from Maggot Stomp. Um, checked out a few things from them, but that really stood out the most to me. Uh, Sam from Lock and a bunch of other hardcore bands doing death metal, fucking tight. Um, Braxton Taylor Anniversary, uh, really cool, just like straightforward R and B record, but like has such a cool mood about it. A uh, really good Drake feature um, made me uh, kind of emotional. Let's just leave it at that. Let it out, baby. Seed of Pain, Flesh Steel Victory. I know uh, Eddie mentioned it. Shout out uh, that band. Um, Polo G, The Goat, really good. Uh, Pop Smoke, R.I.P. Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, um, really good. Posthumous Records really tight uh choir boy gathering swan awesome record yeah. 
really, really just oh, so good. I love their first record, and this one was just really, really tight and awesome. Uh, Louis Ebert, Eternal Take, uh, Violent Christian, Seven Inch, uh, Milk Bricks, what else? Bad Bunny, everything you put out. Caesar, I know you're you're a big Bad Bunny fan, and uh, I'm doing that one for you. Oh yes, huge, <laughs> huge, like diehard over here. <laughs> um, uh, Chubby and the Gang, also one of my favorites for me. <laughs> uh, Gleamer, down through. I know Danny. I think you like Gleamer also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a good release too. I didn't. It didn't make my yeah. list, but it was. It's. I liked it. Yeah, uh, Millspec, World House. Really tight. I think uh, Eddie mentioned them on the podcast also. Yeah. Really just doing doing exactly what they want, not really subscribing to any type of like um, set of rules as far as like a hardcore record is concerned. Um, great re- uh, lyricism, great production. Um, shout out Jacob from that band. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's enough. Damn. It was we a really good year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was a really good year for music, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah, super overwhelming, honestly. Even yeah. with honorable mentions, I still feel like I'm, like, being... Exactly, me too. Like, leaving out a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's so much. Uh, okay. So, I guess to wrap up my honorable mentions, this is mostly stuff that I picked up physically that I didn't mention on the list. Like most of these I own like on record or like in some sort of physical way or anything. Um, what's it called? Uh, that Wyatt Smith record, Full Circle. Super good. Um, that one pretty much was like on repeat pretty much the whole fall season, essentially. Um, uh, my favorite songs on there, like pretty much the first three. Great. Um, definitely that one. He put out like two or three albums or actually she put out two or three albums and this one was just the one that I heard. There's another one. I think it's called Maple. That's also really big, but this one just, I don't know. The song's on here. Just really good. <clears throat> I showed it to a friend and they mentioned they got like Elliot Smith vibes mixed with like Alex G mixed with some oh, like, yeah, Damn, mixed with like some, good. yeah, like mixed with like some fuzzed out kind of like, you know, like, it's really cool. It's There's just a little bit of everything in there. It's so good. Um, another band, um, in general, the band um, I got into this year, but they put out a really killer single this year, uh, the band Millie. Um, they have uh, an EP that they put out last year. Um, it was, like, their first four songs, I think is what it's called. But this year, in October, they put out one really, really good single. Um, it's called Star Thristlebot. It's a mouthful. Star Thristle Blossom, whatever. It's really good. Um, another one that I picked up physically um, was the Summerhead self-titled. That one is so good. Um, I actually started skateboarding again this year. And for some reason, every time that I want to skate, this record is just like my favorite thing to listen to. It's it's It just like I, I put it on shuffle and I put it on the repeat like uh, like endlessly and i could just keep listening to this record back to back to back to back it's it's so good it's it's got like shoegaze vibes there's like there's some like electronics in there there's like um it's it's really awesome 
It's um, also, yeah, I think it's a great Gordon from the Demo Listen podcast. And he does like, like 500 other bands or whatever. But yeah, yeah this one was really good. Right. Um, another hardcore record from this year that I really liked was uh, the Drain California Cursed LP. Came out on Rev Records, Revelation Records. Um, you know, Bay Area like bay area thrash fast you know in your face also one of those records that like it was over before you could even like press like next like it was just it's so in your face so fast like it's just it, it kills it in so little time i think it's like 20 minutes runtime and it's it just it feels like five it's it's so badass like so fast it leans into like definitely like that bay area fast thrashy kind of thing yeah um another one um fleshwater demo um these i think this is like members of like vein somewhere in there plus like some other guys but fleshwater put out their demo this year um their song linda claire is so dope um i i guess they you could say they're somewhere along like that kind of deftonesy kind of thing but it, it it definitely does its own style and the the there's like that present kind of heaviness in there that kind of permeates through the actual really good songwriting um so yeah that 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 demo was just undeniably good also one of those like repeaters really early from the year um, i think brian mentioned that i still haven't checked it out but um i'll add that to the out. list oh yeah no this this one like out of all the honorable mentions if you check one of them this one for sure Fleshwater, you probably like a lot um another one uh space corolla uh, this band's a little wild their name is space corolla and they put out a super killer uh julieta venegas cover um for their song lento um and it it's so dope it's definitely uh, a little bit more niche it's got like it's mathy it's like more like math rock emo uh kind of vibes but it's very um very progressive and it gets kind of like there's some yeah aggressive vocals in there it's pretty dope another one ogbert the nerd put out uh their first uh lp i think it's also on chill wave if i'm not mistaken or open door um okay whatever Ogbert the nerd uh i don't hate you it's like their first lp um super tight just straight up a uh, good um new jersey emo kind of thing it's really dope um and then your arms are my cocoon um that's a another uh ep that came out this year um self-titled your arms are my cocoon and um that one was a uh, something that caught me by surprise early like towards the end of the year as well um it's very like super lo-fi almost like um if you put it on it might clear a room if you don't if you're not playing it around like the right people <laughs> okay like, like, you put it on like somebody will look over at you like what the fuck is going yeah. on yeah whenever parties but, are like a normal <laughs> thing i and if i'm there i'm gonna need you to steal the auction someone and put that on because i'm, I'm yeah curious to see if it really does yeah no it's a it's a it's a it's a room clear for sure if you're not into it <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh what's it called yeah your arms are my cocoon the guy uh the person that's in charge that like handles the project was actually from the, i think they were from katie texas or something like that 
they were in like a uh, or like Denton. They were like a part of like that scene. They were playing around a few bands, but then they moved to Chicago and they're doing this project out of Chicago and it's really really cool. Um, super really like really interesting, unique stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I I couldn't even compare it to many other things. Uh, very unique. Cool. Um, and that wraps up my honorable mentions. And we are fucking done. 2021 uh, don't release this much music please because <laughs> it was a lot we, I'll, I'll, that's, I'll, that's, just scra- that's just scratching the surface of like what was yeah. That? yeah 2021 all i want from you is the drake record and i'll be good <laughs> <laughs> a well thought out drake record yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. A drake, drake record, record that is yeah. like four hours long yeah, only <laughs> only one club banger on it, and only one viral TikTok dance, and everything else just you know old Drake, and we're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, I hope y'all have a good year, and I don't know, was there anything else y'all want to close off with? Like any last words? Okay, um, just real quick again, RIP MF Doom, um, such a legend, still in shock, um blast his music coming into 2021 blast everything he's done r.i.p a legend uh shout out everyone that made it through this crazy year i mean i know that's gonna be like like everyone has something to say about this year and how terrible and awful it was but shout out everyone still going um shout out everyone's health please keep being safe keep being conscious of others um shout out everyone who stayed straight edge through quarantine didn't just break and um what else didn't just roll uh, up fat blunt <laughs> yeah <laughs> didn't, didn't just uh Out of sheer frustration yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah shout out everyone who's still making fanzines um shout out animal crossing <laughs> Damn. uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out, Danny, for having me. Caesar. Um. Honestly, yeah. No. Um. It, it was cool year. Um. Thanks for having me on the pod. Always wanted to do this. Hopefully, we can do this some other time again in the middle. Yeah. Of um. Yeah. I'm gonna try to do this more often. I'm just surprised that I was able to even record two episodes within 24 hours, and I'm tired as fuck. So maybe not within 24 hours, but uh, knowing that I can do this within that time frame, no, I I know now I can do this we're, within a week at least. Two, we're doing uh, we're two doing weeks. part two tonight, right? I mean, uh, tomorrow night, right? Dude, it's my three day weekend. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to fucking sleep. I just want to sleep for my three day weekend. And like maybe talk to just one person or just talk to one person. And that's it. I <laughs> I want to be left alone for the next uh, seventy two hours for the most part. Uh, yeah, straight up. Just uh, thank you, Danny. Um, thanks to anybody who supported Loud and Clear Records throughout the year. We put out, you know, I think one release in the beginning of the year. Um, it's gonna get busier towards the end, uh, towards next year. Um, I guess officially just saying Danny's kind of, you know, helping me out a little bit now. And it's not just me on my own. And I mean, even if it's just little things, Danny's just kind of throwing in helping hand wherever he can. And uh, 
And I, I, I really appreciate that coming from like doing it all by myself for a while. So yeah. like, yeah, no, just a big thank you. Thank you, Danny. Thank you to people listening. Thank you, Jalen, for fucking chilling. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank you guys for being a part of this episode. Um happy to hear y'all i was happy to hear y'all's picks and selections and uh input as far as like what y'all liked and shit and uh yeah just to uh reiterate what Jalen said everyone listening please stay safe just you know look out for your family and friends don't do anything stupid we'll get through this together shit sucks but you know just give it time don't go downtown, McAllen. Please. Yeah, don't go downtown. Like you don't need to fucking go there. Like you can get get, get wasted at home, but like, don't be friends. You can listen to fucking Mr. Brightside on Spotify. Oh, wait, 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 on. You don't have to tip anyone to listen to it. Shout out, Flying Walrus, as, as my last shout out. All right, this is where we ended. All right, we're gonna end it with an MF Doom track. Was there is there MF Doom track y'all want to end this off with? Ooh, uh, Pick or can I just uh we're picking one see. so it better be a, I'll, I'm down with whatever y'all want to do community pick let's say all caps all caps do it all right do it all caps MF Doom rest in peace we love everyone we lost rest this year peace. everyone that was hurting rest in peace Riley rest in rest in peace Wade Riley Gill forever Tags hardcore MF forever 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 oh all Man. right. Y'all stay safe. See you. See you next year. <laughs> <Dad joke>. right. <laughs> All right. Wow. See you next year. That is probably somewhat of a travesty having me Then he told the people you can call me your majesty Keep your battery charged He know it won't stick, yo And it's not his fault you kick slow Should've let your trick hold, chick hold your sick glow Plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go And you know I know that's a bunch of snow The beat is so butter Peep the slow cutter as he uttered a calm flow Don't talk about my mom, yo Sometimes he rhyme quick, sometimes he rhyme slow Or vice versa Whip up a slice of nice verse pie Hit it on the first try, villain The worst guy Spot hot tracks like spot a pair fat asses Shots of the scotch from out the square shot glasses And he won't stop till he got the masses And show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses Do it like the robot to head spin to boogaloo Took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame Just remember all caps when you spell the man name Baby doll, I bet she tried to say she gave me her all, she played ball All bets off, the villain got the dice rig And they say he accosted the man with the slice wig Allegedly, the investigation is still ongoing In this pesky nation, he got the best con flowing The pot doubles, now they really got troubles Madman never go like snot bubbles